0: Once I learned and took my knowledge of science and actually applied it to myself and you know optimized my macros, put a training plan together and really understood what was essential to truly impact my body composition, I was hooked.
1: This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real. Lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place you
0: Produced by Begin with
1: If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results. You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Christine Haronic. She is the author of the new book, Unlock Your Macro Type. Her background is a chemical engineer. She's going to tell you a little bit about that, how she got into food science and through that process became a fitness champion and the founder of several health, wellness, fitness companies, including Gage Girl Training. I'm super excited to have her here on the show today. Here are a few things to listen for as we go through the interview First of all, in addition to listening to her, her really cool story and her approach to fitness and health and wellness is what her background has moved her to do in terms of helping others to understand what healthier really looks like for them. Because of her background, she's able to provide those that she's worked with, her clients, and others that she's worked to coach with some really specific, detailed information about what health looks like for each one of them in view of the current place that they're at in terms of health and wellness. So I think it's such a, a valuable thing for us all to think about what does healthy really look like for each of us as individuals you're gonna see that concept reflected in what she talks about in this interview my favorite part of the interview is her ideas around how to listen to your body when it comes to what type of fuel you should be focusing on or reducing or eliminating from your eating patterns. I'm, I'm being careful not to use the word diet, but maybe maybe we just should say diet, right? What we should have more of or less of in our diet, that is our regular eating pattern. And then finally, one of my favorite quotes is, toward the end, she's gonna talk about what she does uh, to help people to get started. And this idea it's hard because it's new. Let's not forget that in this whole process, making changes is hard because it's new. But as you focus on it, as you work on it, it becomes familiar. And then it gets easier. Here's my interview with Christine Haranik.
0: I started my career in chemical engineering and I worked for DuPont uh, for several years. And, um, you know, I, I came into this industry from the manufacturing perspective, you know, starting as a chemical engineer, I learned so much working at a big company, but I really had a hunger for that more results oriented type of a vibe. And I was really intrigued by moving into the biotech space, which is, you know, a lot more smaller companies. And that's where my entrepreneurial spirit was born. And through that, I had so many great opportunities, elevated my career to the next level. And at that point, I actually had a offer to be a co-owner of a dietary supplement manufacturing company. And I had partners who were good at sales and marketing, but needed somebody to do, you know, product development, formulations and manufacturing. So, I built an FDA plant, made it FDA registered, um, you know, ran the operations, did all the product development formulations, the whole nine yard. And while I was doing that, deep down, like I always wanted to be able to optimize my physique to the level, you know, of all of these products we were developing. And I started drinking the Kool-Aid, so to speak, and applying the principles to myself. And I challenged myself to, you know, see if I could do a fitness competition is something that I've always wanted to do. I used to be one of those uh, females who would just think that cardio was the key to fat loss. And I was so wrong because I was even to the point I ran marathons and I still wasn't at my goal physique. So once I learned and took my knowledge of science and actually applied it to myself and, you know, optimized my macros, put a training plan together. And really understood what was essential to truly impact my body composition, I was hooked. And from there, once I started competing, this was in 2012. I was sharing my journey on Instagram, and you know, with the internet, I mean, everybody just had. so many questions. And that's where Gage Girl Training was born in early 2013, which is an online meal planning and coaching service. And the more I did it, I started just to realize that people have so many questions, especially women. And, you know, social media was just such an amazing outlet for me to communicate with people, the real science and teaching people how to improve their nutrition using, using math. So I started posting videos on YouTube, and, you know, my channel started blowing up. And, you know, here we are, like so many years later, like a decade later, you know, I've worked with 40,000 clients. I've written a best selling book. And, you know, I have another company now, like, well, two more, but like it's just, it's, this is only the beginning. And uh, it's changed my life.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I, I can only imagine how you must feel having been able to impact so many people and helping them to, to live healthier lives.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very humbling, honestly, because before, you know, when I'm working in a lab, working in a plant, like you're doing all these things and experiments and all, all that's great. And, you know, you make a product, but like when you're helping somebody with their nutrition, you're helping somebody like you're helping someone change their life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like that's, that's kind of where you, you were already, focused on helping people with your work. You focused on yourself for a little while, and then you're right back to using it to help other people. (laughs) I'm curious about some of the, like the big questions that early on people, people had for you. Um, What were some of the things that, that you were able to help people to find answers to with, with your, with your background and the things that, that you were discovering in improving your own wellness?
0: I think that the first thing is optimizing body composition. A lot of people think that in order to lose weight that you need to just, you know, starve yourself and do a ton of cardio. So really fine tuning the keys to fat loss, figuring out how you should be eating, that's obviously a big thing. So we're talking obviously there's a vanity element, but there's another element as well. I have tons of clients who have hormone imbalances, you know, type two diabetes, thyroid issues, Hashimoto's, PCOS, you know, cholesterol issues, um, endometriosis, there's so many challenging health conditions out there that, you know, doctors just tell people, oh, just go lose weight. But people are like, okay, but how, like, what should I eat? How many calories should I consume? Like, you know, people want guidance. They want to be told like, you know, what should I be doing? And in a more exacting manner, and it's not to be overly strict, but it's to carve out the path. So people know what to do because the arbitrary advice of just eat healthier. It's just too vague, especially with, you know, what does that even mean these days with there's so many different interpretations of what is considered healthy and it's always up for debate on the internet. So it's definitely, um, something that needs to be considered.
1: Yeah, for sure. And with all those different conditions, even in mind, right? What's what, what's healthy for one person might not be the answer to someone else feeling better and improving their health. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I know we, we, we dipped into it a little bit. Um, Could, could we kind of switch gears and talk a little bit about your latest book?
0: Absolutely. So my book, Unlock Your Macro Type, I've actually been writing this book for over seven years. And it really came out of this comment I got on YouTube. And this comment came in 2015. That's when my channel really started blowing up. And someone was like, you know, Christine, what type of book or resource would you recommend um, on macros? And I'm like, honestly, there isn't anything because there really wasn't anything out there that existed at the time that comprehensively walked people through that and it took me you know a very long time to finally get paired up with the right publishing house and get everything you know just pinned down nailed down where it needs to be in order for me to you know get this project into the world but it finally you know all those pieces finally clicked and connected And, you know, um, Harper Collins gave me a a book offer and my book, Unlock Your Macro Type is a journey in self-discovery. It is going to help you identify your true body type. It's gonna help you understand your carb tolerance and it's gonna help you accelerate your fat loss. Now, the key here, when it comes to unlocking your macro type, you have to understand that macros is short for macronutrients. All food is made up of a protein, carb or fat. The way in which you eat is gonna depend on you know what your plate consists of so some people do best being fat fueled you know people on the type 2 diabetic side of things people who hormone imbalances some people do better being more protein fueled and other folks do better being carb fueled so where do you fall there are so many different schools of thought and the thing is one size fits most does not work and I don't I don't advocate for it. I really help people fine tune their unique blueprint. This book is going to help you do that. There's quizzes, there's meal plans, there's recipes, there's training plans, and there's a lot of scientific explanation that digs a little bit deeper to help people have a higher level of understanding.
1: Awesome. I'm curious about on the and I'm I'm sure so much goes into figuring out which title to use for your book, like the the word unlock. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me, tell me a little bit about what's behind that. I mean, it it gives me the sense of like, um, you know, until you get until you get that unlocked, you you might feel stuck and frustrated. Um, Why why did why did you choose that that word for the title?
0: Honestly, it's because the thing is, I've been that person doing all the wrong things for most of my teens and twenties, and any results I obtained were unsustainable or short-lived and unlocking your macro type it's literally like (laughs) I mean it's like somebody like a door is finally open that has been shut forever and I was one of those people that I thought that I would never be one of those super fit chicks I thought I would just always be like one of these like average people at best And I, I didn't know if it was even possible for me to get to that elite level. Now I understand that everybody wants to get to that level and that's perfectly fine. However, it's so important to not be stuck because if you're just throwing everything at the wall, seeing what sticks, that's, that's not an approach. And I used to be that person. And the thing is I knew better because I'm a scientist. I know how to think more methodically and logically. And I was so mad at myself for not doing that, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think it does. I I, I think that some of the, I don't know, most the most uh, beneficial paths that, that we can go down is to just kind of apply what's working in one area of our life into maybe another area that we're struggling in <laughs> so often. Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Um, could we, would you mind sharing a little bit about the, the macro types? I think did I see that there are five that that you talk about.
0: Correct. Yes.
1: Three macro nutrients, but five macro types. Tell, Tell me about that a little bit.
0: Yeah. So there's five macro types. So obviously there's a carb fueled macro type now for the protein fueled and fat fueled. This is where the, the two extra levels come in there are two levels based off of carb tolerance because you can be protein fueled and handle a higher amount of carbs, but you can also be protein fueled and your body requires lower carb vice versa. And the same goes for the fat fueled. So it comes down to carb tolerance. And what I've found over the last decade, working with over 40,000 people is that the number one variable that truly dictates how you should set up your macros. It's going to come down to how your body responds to carbohydrates. Um, okay. Some people think that they have carb tolerance when they don't, they they just don't. They, (laughs) you know, like, yes, people bloat when they eat too many carbs. But the thing is, if you eat a modest portion of carbohydrates, do you start having, you know, insulin resistance? Do you have an inability? Are you starving on the cellular level if you consume carbohydrates and your body's not able to function? That's not the case for everybody, but one third of the population does deal with insulin resistance. And of that one third, 80% of them don't even know they have it. So the reality is there are people who are struggling with fat loss that don't even know they have a carb tolerance issue. So I think that uncovering what that is, figuring out where you fall on that spectrum. Again, some people on the, the extreme end of carb tolerance, you know, you have type two diabetes and your body just cannot, you know function and facilitate um, glucose metabolism. So on the other end, we have people who are hard gainers where they can just eat eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and never gain a pound. So where you fall, it's just, it varies so much person to person. And I get so frustrated when I see people, you know checking out their favorite person that they follow on online. And just trying to copycat what they do, you can't do that. Like you're you're we are too individual. We are so different as people that it's so important to really listen to your own body and your own body's needs. You can be inspired by others, absolutely. But when it comes to nutrition, you can't compare because how your body responds on a biochemical level is is completely individual.
1: Could you dig in a little bit? Um, to how we listen to our body. I mean, I, and, and I, I'm sure with your background as a chemical engineer and understanding so much of what's behind the, the results that we're getting, your appreciation is, has got to be so much deeper than the rest, you know, the rest of us. So I'm curious, like when when it comes to us listening to what's going on in our body, what are the things that that we would be noticing when we're Really tuned in?
0: So, as an engineer, one of the main things I look at in solving any type of problem is speed. And speed is definitely something that you can apply to your carb tolerance. For example, if I consumed a carbohydrate, how long would it take until I felt I needed to eat again? For some folks, it's going to be that once you start eating a carb, it's like this hunger switch is just turned on and it just never stops. Or it could be for some people, they're fine for about an hour. Other folks are fine for two hours. Other folks are fine for four hours. You have to really understand like, you know, are you the type of person that could eat something and then you don't have any cravings? You don't feel tired. You don't feel any of those types of things. So that's one way to listen to it. Another type of thing is to listen to your cravings. You know, if you were hungry and you needed something to boost your energy, what was going to be the type of thing that you naturally gravitate towards to fulfill that need? Is it, do you find yourself going for like fruit? Would maybe like nuts or seeds be something um, appealing? Would maybe like beef jerky or a protein shake, like what types of foods would best satisfy a craving? If you had, you know, an entire table of anything that you wanted right in front of you, So, you know, those are like two simple examples, but I go more in depth in the the quizzes, you know, helping people, you know, navigate those things. So that way you can understand, you know, how things impact you and, you know, where you fall on that spectrum.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I love that. I love the, the, the encouragement to tune into what you're noticing as you're, as you're eating or just after you're eating or, what signals you're getting as you're hungry. Um, first I think sometimes we, we look at, you know, the results we're getting on a, on a large scale, right? Like, I don't like the shape of my body. I don't like this, you know, fat in, in this area. We hear those things. Right. But, um, what you, what you really get some great feedback on is what's happening around the actual mealtime. Exactly. Is that right.
0: Exactly. Yep.
1: Cool. Um, last question I have for you, Christine, is if someone's listening and they're, they're thinking this, this is something I've got to give some attention to, um, uh, maybe they you know, listening to this podcast, this episode is like the very first baby step that they're taking to try to improve, um, their health and their wellness. What would you recommend as, as the best next step for them to take from here?
0: I would encourage people right away, first of all, get the book, take the quizzes. Um, I definitely encourage people to just start right there. Um, And once you take the quizzes, it's going to like show you exactly what your macro type is inside the book shows you sample meal plans for the macro type that you can start following. And the thing is, I, I encourage people to, you know, dive right in because the reality is Anything you do is going to be challenging at first, but it's not hard because it's hard. It's hard because it's new. And I encourage people to not be afraid of that process. So I definitely encourage people to, you know, figure out your macro type, learn those things about yourself. And the book is also a nice way to kind of warm people up to the concept of the types of things you're going to have to do, help you understand the background of your situation. Because the thing is you, you need to be in the correct headspace to take this on and, you know, having the information available to you and having some time to absorb it and soak it in, I think is um, a really good thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Christine Ronick. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Now, thank you so much for having me.
1: We have a link to Christine's book in the show notes waiting for you so that you can get a copy of Unlock Your Macro Type. If that is something that's interesting to you, I recommend that you go check it out. It is now on my reading list for sure. I just want to revisit that idea. I told you this is my favorite part of the interview when I was setting up the interview at the beginning of this episode. and It's around the gems that Christine shared with us about listening to your body when it comes to the types of things that you are using as fuel. What a valuable thing. You know so often, you know, like I remarked in the interview, so often we look at these the, the big results, right? Where we're at in our life, I mean, how we're feeling overall about life in terms of, you know positivity and energy, um, to get big projects done, or um, what we have in terms of results. Right, I want more muscle, I want to lose body fat, like whatever the case is. But the, it, what it all boils down to is how am I feeling before and after I eat? To start to notice how the foods that we're eating are influencing us, are affecting us. And to really tune in. You know, we've talked about that before here on the show, but to start to tune in to what we gravitate towards when we are feeling hungry, right? We've talked about, so am I really hungry? We've talked about that so often. But when I am hungry, what am I hungry for? What am I really hungry for? What's the thing that really sounds like it could satisfy the, the need for fuel that I'm having right now? And then after we eat, you know in the in the hour or two after how am i feeling now am i hungry maybe sooner than what it would seem reasonable or am i feeling satisfied am i feeling energized am i feeling tired am i feeling worn out and exhausted like i just need a nap after that meal uh, what a valuable thing for us to really start to tune into are what is my body telling me what things are my body is my body telling me around meals such valuable cues valuable signals we're getting communication the question is are we listening to it are we listening to that communication that we're getting on a regular basis when it comes to the type of fuel that we are choosing. And would it be good to make some adjustments? Of course, I understand, you know, as we're having this conversation, maybe this is just opening Pandora's box. Well, where do I go from here? I'm not, I'm not happy with how I am feeling, or I'm feeling more confused than ever. Well, now you have another resource. You can go check out the book, Unlock Your Macro Type, linked in the show notes, get a copy, and Get started learning about yourself, digging into this process. What a valuable research project to learn about you, learn about your body and the types of fuel that your body responds best to, to help you, to improve your health, to get to a healthier place, to to lose weight, to improve your fitness, whatever the case might be for you that you're focused on, now you have another resource, another tool in your arsenal to be able to keep moving forward. I hope this was as enjoyable for you to listen to as it was for me to deliver to you um, such a great interview with Christine Haronic. I'm so appreciative again for her being here on the show. Check out the book. And if you would be so kind, if you haven't done so already, to just give this podcast a rating and review in your podcast player or to share it with someone that can help to hold you accountable, or maybe someone who you can partner with in this journey to get to a healthier place. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining me today, right here on the Begin Within podcast.